You gave me the runaround, though. Booking you on this podcast was like trying to get Drake at my bar mitzvah. (laughs) (laughs) You, you, for months, were like, yes, I'm down. Let's do it. It's going to be great. Yeah. Where, Where have you been? Welcome to Serves You Right. thinking about it and looking into your heart of hearts and answering honestly who do you think's a better server me or you Oof. is this on the record <laughs> yeah. or off the record uh i think we're different no that's a, that's a really fucked up way of saying you think you're better no i don't think i'm better I, look at the, you right now no <laughs> oh I wish this, this, there are sometimes I wish that this podcast had visual components just so I could like show the way you're sitting, the way you're mm. like, mm, I don't think I'm better. I have well, worked with many different servers, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I've seen servers that are way better than me. I, and there are people that are way better than me at Oh, by the way, can I say like. Yeah, if. We can bleep things out at, right. at any time. Am I? Yeah, you're. What I'm. What I'm trying to say is, mm. I think. I think. I think we're pretty equal. If you take it as a whole, I think there's some things that I'm better at than you, and then there's things that you are better than me, and I don't think either of those make us like you're better than me or I'm better than you. Well, this is confusing because you just said I'm one of the ones who's better than you, and then you just said we're equal. All right. So, like, which one? Fine, is Jenna. It? Let the record reflect. <laughs> Stenograph, can you scrap that last <laughs> that what, last paragraph? What do we do differently? That's fun. Oof, I thought I had to like introduce myself. We're just going. Yeah, we can, it. but no. like, I kind of, I feel like this is more true to us and our friendship. Is like, let's just fucking talk about some shit. That's you know, fair. that's fair. And uh, you're way better at side work. When I get like, I would like to think that at my current restaurant, I don't get weeded. There'll be moments of, like, high workload. But the moments of, like... <laughs> <laughs> the butthole clinch. They're like... You've just been sad. You've been sad for the fourth time, right? You have a huge section. You've been sad for the fourth time, and all you can think of is, like... You would like the Shrek meme, like... For five minutes. Can I not be sad? For five minutes! <laughs> Speaking of the butthole clench, <laughs> since we brought that up, I have never been more hungover in my entire goddamn Why life you than I am right now. What did you do? Oh, I went on a, um, I went on a blind first date, mm. so I had to drink to cut tension, mm. and I'm paying for it today, big time. I walked into my shift this morning did you work this morning? I did. I oh, bartended gosh. this morning. I was like, hi, Jenna. How are you? I was like, hi, I'm probably going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, what did you drink? List, what did you have? Oh, my God. It was such a horrifying mixture. So. Did you have a Jenna and Fizz? Did you like that? Yeah, I thought it was My cute. cocktail of the day was a Jenna and Juice. Oh, that's what it was. Gin yeah. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> um, but... So I started while I was getting ready, which this doesn't matter to serving, but who cares? While I was getting ready, I had a little rosé to, you know, mm-hmm. ease the tension. Mm-hmm. Got to the bar, had an old-fashioned. Had mm. three more old-fashioned. Yeah, like straight in. Let's not mess around. Let's like just bourbon me. drink some brown liquor. Yeah. Because I'm with a stranger, that makes me uncomfortable. So that, and then he... What was he drinking? Uh, He started with wine, <laughs> and then he, like, jumped on the old-fashioned train with me nice did he do like was he a good or a bad customer like uh, as like people he's a, a he's a server oh okay so he, he didn't know which one of these has been drank no which one of these were oak barrels <laughs> <laughs> i think he just followed suit mm. um <laughs> oh my god he's i hope he doesn't listen to this that would be so embarrassing no i'm sure he's nice he might be on the podcast one day Maybe. He's mm-hmm. really cute. Really good looking. Alright. I mean, <laughs> that's all that matters, right? I'll mm-hmm. have to cut that out for sure. But um 
So then we came back here and drank a six pack, or not a six pack, we each had like one or two Voodoo Rangers, like the heaviest IPA mm. you could possibly drink. Mm. So three different types of alcohol. Mm. My tolerance is super low because I haven't been drinking. Um, what I want this episode to be centered around, something that I'm so fascinated with and excited about, is that you, in four days, are going to be free. Yeah. I you cannot wait. You made it out. You fucking did it. Like you fucking did it. Tell tell me about you can take this moment to introduce yourself. All right. My name is Michael. Uh things that you should know about me is that I moved to the states in 2018. So From I'm Ireland. Irishman. Right. So I'm one of those people that's taking away your American jobs. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. I want to start my own t-shirt line, hashtag I came here before the wall. (laughs) But uh, that's a whole other topic. But so really, in terms of American service, I've only worked as a server here since November 2018. Moved to Asheville in 2018, got a job right off the bat at P.F. Chang's, (laughs) where let's just say... Where dreams come true. Where dreams come true. (laughs) That was an eye-opening experience for me. Started as a host... Worked my way up to a busser. That was the upgrade. I didn't know that you started as a host. I Start, didn't know you worked at PFJ. Because they're a believer in, you know, like, you know the way we have a handbook? Uh-huh. And it kind of spells out the process. Well, P.F. Chang's has a handbook, right? <laughs> P.F. Chang's has a, this is when you will scratch your forehead at this angle. <laughs> like, they take things to the extreme. So they believe in the process. Like, you could have served at the Ritz for five years. You will start as a host and work your way up. Oh, right? my God. Right. Who would ever sign up for that? Right. <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> Fucking... I, well, Irish dumb dumb. Well, I talked That's to my who. wife. I like I googled it, and I was like, "Kiev Chang is pretty up market." <laughs> like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I love that you did research. You were like, "Well, this is the job for me." Well, I went in for the interview, and I was like, "Well, our CEO is clearly <laughs> Mr. Chang." <laughs> <laughs> it is Paul Fleming and Mr. Chang. That's, oh my God. Those are the people that started that company. <laughs> Anyway, but I was totally overprepared for the interview because they were like, when can you start? Did you wear a suit? What did you wear? I, I wore, like, dress, trousers, because I don't know what pants. I wore pants under my trousers for all the American listeners. Um, and a shirt. And I had my whole, like, resume, or CV, as we call it. And they were like, oh, this is awesome. You have, you have a bachelor's? Wow. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. like... Oh, so I, I didn't know that. That's amazing. I started as a host. I hosted for like a month or two. <laughs> Worked my way up to busser, uh, which meant I could finally wear jeans. <laughs> Bully for you. Yeah. Uh, then I became a runner. And they're one of those restaurants that have like the big ass trays that you have to carry on your shoulder. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm already like yeah, crying. They, they had uh, soups. Like, they had three different Wait, soups. They came. had soups? The restaurant had soups? soups. That's groundbreaking. Right, no, but, like, <laughs> this huge soap bowl, soup bowl um, that you would have to carry on your shoulder and, like, not spill, otherwise you would die. <laughs> I, then I finally made a dish server. Okay, but now what? Like, tell us about how you're fucking getting out. I am so jealous and excited and... The reason why I got into this business <laughs> is the money. <laughs> it was the appreciation that I get. I got from into the business because I'm really just a people person, yeah. and I love being on my feet for yeah. six hours yeah. at a time. You feel like you cannot get closer to a human being than when they sneeze on you, <laughs> and it's just—it's just allergies. That's not. Oh my god! I forgot that you got sneezed on post-COVID. Uh, no, coughed on, right? Yeah, coughed, sneezed, everything. That's <laughs> just allergies. Okay, we're going off track. Sorry. Uh, I'm a pilot, so I've been training. He's as a, pi- a pilot. He flies fucking planes. Yeah, with his hands and feet. Yep, all and of, all of the extremities eyeballs. fly the plane. <laughs> um, and I'm finally putting down my apron on Sunday, and then I will start working as a pilot. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's for good? Do you think that you're? <laughs> 
<laughs> so you not, think, do you think you're done I waiting hope, tables? I really don't want to jinx it. Okay. I said to we my wife. Jinx it. I said to my wife the other day, if I get fired or the economy, you know, whatever, and we're going back on the street <laughs> before I work in another restaurant. So you oh. hate working in restaurants. The, Talk to me about how you feel about waiting tables. It's so different from what I'm used to, right? Service in Europe or, you know, Ireland, if you like, and then service here. I have loved, this is true for P.F. Chang's or the restaurant that I currently work in. I have loved the staff, the people that I've worked with. Mm -hmm. The job in itself isn't the worst. But I used to work in retail back in Ireland. And working with the general public is the freaking worst. <laughs> it's a nightmare, no yeah. matter which way you spin it. Yeah. I love it. I've Really? I've never not loved serving. I We took a month off in January. Mm -hmm. We were off again post-COVID. Mm -hmm. I've never been more miserable in my entire life. Really? Waiting tables gives me energy. <laughs> I mean, speaking as a green card holder, not getting unemployment, I was right there with you <laughs> with the misery. I was getting unemployment. Yeah. Oh, right. that sucks. I, I used to shout at my wife and say, don't eat the whole banana. This is all we have until Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay, I can I can see that. This is a personal You're experience. going, I think you're going to miss it. Do you think you'll miss it? D does your body not ache? Of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> but... How many times... <laughs> How many times have you, like, had the section that is the furthest away from the dish pit? Like, no matter what <laughs> restaurant you've been in, right? And you're trying to confidently clear a four-top in one go so that you can come back with that printed check and, like, anything else I can get for you guys, right? So you stack up plates. You stack them heavy, thick, white porcelain plates. And as you're walking back to dish, carrying 49 things, like, you're like... This is where my wrist goes. This is where my <laughs> wrist snaps. Right? It has been the best of times and the worst of times. But it it's all I know. It's how I've always made a living. And yes, I'm studying for law school. Yes, I'm like mm -hmm. aspiring to do what you're doing, which is use my bachelor's degree and like get the fuck out of this industry mm -hmm. at some point in time. But I can't picture it. Like I can't right. at the end of the day. I don't. I will it's such a part of my identity. And you've worked in this industry way longer than I have. This has been like two years, like nearly two years, one hell of a ride. And I, I'm sure I'll take my apron off, walk out the door that last time and be like, yeesh, oof, <laughs> right? But uh, I will also say I have never had more fun. I have never cried more tears of laughter. Oh, my God. All of us you know, laughing about hearing the funny stories. Like, when someone drops a plate, you're like... <laughs> like, it's, it's funny. It's incredible. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. Um, why? I'm going to just take a moment to ask mm -hmm. you why you don't utilize your Irishness more. Because uh, I'm in the South. I've always been like... <laughs> see how I tried to say South, the Irish way? <laughs> I always adapt to, like, the people that I'm around. I didn't know you were Irish right. for months. Right. Wild. And I feel like Americans have such like a an obsession and a fascination with people who live across the pond. It's like such a way to make more money, such a way to increase your tips. I know. Remember that one time that I had an Irish table and I was like, meet Michael. You guys will have so much to talk about. And just left. Yeah. And I love you know, seeing people from Ireland, but like, it's, it's just, I fall into, it's almost like I don't want to appear different, right? Now we're going into like deep psychology of who I am. Up a person. Yeah, right. <laughs> I moved around as a kid a lot. I was born in Ireland. I grew up in Germany. Nice. Right. So I've moved all around the place and I've never really been in a place that, you know, I've always been someone different. I was the Irish guy in Germany. And when, when I went back to Ireland, I was like, you've been in Germany so long, you're the German guy in Ireland. And now that I'm in the States, I'm the Irish guy in America. Like, And you don't like that? Uh, it's not that I don't like it, but like, I've, I guess subconsciously, I'm always trying to fit in. There is no part of me that wants to sound like this and like, I'm one of y'all. Not that y'all sound like that. But uh, 
as soon as I talk to my parents, as soon as I talk to my friends back home, like the Irish comes back out. I don't know why. I really don't know why. But when I do... Because they never left. Right. When I uh, do try and play for tips, if I can tell this is going to be a good one. Like a good old white people that are back from golfing. You gotta love old white people, right? Then I'll put on a thick Irish accent, but the only Irish accent that they know is Southern, which is totally not what my accent is. I'm from the North, so then I just feel like I'm whoring out my <laughs> accent. <laughs> That's what it feels like. There's such a dark side observing that no one really talks about and I feel like it's appropriate since there is literally a storm of brewing the sky right. just opened up we're yeah. sitting in my kitchen There's lightning yeah it's pouring rain so much of serving is manipulation oh yeah like, just like feeding like seeing who someone is reading yeah. them and telling them what they want to hear yeah. and whoring yourself out and literally suggestive selling yeah right I watched, I feel like we could mention Zoe by name, right? She's been on the She's podcast. She's been on the podcast, yeah. right? Zoe trained me, and I love what she did. She's like a psychology um, mm-hmm. major, right? That's the term that you guys use? Yep, um, you got it. And uh, she would arrange, back when <laughs> the world was normal, <laughs> when we had menus <laughs> that weren't swipeable. Oh, God. <laughs> Where's the sides? <laughs> All the way at the bottom. <laughs> Trauma, literal trauma. I can't. <laughs> um, Michael is referring to the fact that we use QR codes for menus. Mm. Technology is incredible, right? I, I love but it. The sides for the restaurant we work in, the sides are listed all the way at the bottom. So if you ask someone who orders a sandwich what they want as their sides, it takes them like yeah. ten minutes. Now, to the scroll whole down. the whole menu is like twelve scrolls long. <laughs> And it starts with appetizers, then goes into mains, and then like somewhere like at the 80% mark are the sides. So when you tell people, oh, it's at the very bottom, they go, okay. (laughs) 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 Like shoot right past it, and they're in freaking mimosas, (laughs) wondering why they can't find sweet potato fries. (laughs) My heart hurts. Michael, what am I going to do? When you're gone. Uh, well, evidently you're going to continue because that's all I don't can have do. a fucking choice. <sighs> Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever, like, lost a member of your serving family and you feel like you lost your right arm? Yeah. It's... I haven't noticed it so much at Tupelo. Uh, there's a lot of people that left. I was like, oof. <laughs> Thank oof. God. Uh, but we lost some people at PF Chang's because it turns out it's a shitty place and they moved up in the world. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I get it. Um, I just think it's really selfish of you. I'm sad. Like, there's a part of me that's so happy that I don't, you know, have to go through this rigmarole anymore. And my wife works days. So the fact that I work nights, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult too. But... Um, the like losing my family like the people that i spent most of my time with throughout the week like that hurts it does and like on a smaller level there's nothing worse when you pull up hot schedules you see who you're working with that night and you're like oh fuck (laughs) there's there's no one yeah it it is the worst okay so your last day is sunday Mm -hmm. today is thursday Mm -hmm. i think it will be very hard or not just me, but for a lot of us. Like, right. It is going to be a moment. Rest in peace. Anyways, um, want to talk about COVID? Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is my first... Pandemic? <laughs> it is my first pandemic. Hopefully it's not my last. Mm. Um, this is my first... Uh, this is my first podcast after the pandemic. I did really? talk to... That's not true. I talked to Mish. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the prospect of returning mm-hmm. to a post-COVID world in the service industry. But now I'm in it, wearing a mask. And uh, the guy who I went for drinks with last night, I introduced him to the term swamp face. He's a server. He really enjoyed that. <laughs> swamp face. <laughs> swamp face is the new swamp ass. Yeah. You used to work on the deck and your butt would get all chafed. And now that. it's your face. Yep. Your face. Ugh. 
you want to talk about the funny side or the oh my gosh we're gonna die let's side? talk about both wait let's let's get the ball rolling do you have any like good post-covid moments stories that could like shed some light on what we're dealing with right well because it would take it it would take three days to like really right unpack well, all we, of it we talked about the table sneezing like i mean <laughs> we have we have an eight top which is essentially four seats opposing four seats and seat one like sneezed into seat eight <laughs> that then made seat eight sneeze into seat one like just just across the table just a, <laughs> like a full-on like and because we have like hardwood floors like when you hear that like when it comes out the mouth, like you hear it slap on the table or the floor and then everybody the first i like i walked away because i'm like i'm this is this is crazy this is above my and i walked in i think i don't know if you were there but i walked into the service station i said Table 36 better be allergic to amazing service because <laughs> I am not willing to accept I'm working in a world where someone just, you know, <laughs> like all over the table. It's like, do you, did you ever watch that Dane Cook special where he talks about how the guy sneezed on him? No. And he's like, you can see the like Windex of debris. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly what happens because we Windex the crap out of that table beforehand just for people to... Oh, is this our table? Is it? And they're just like rough, like a bear, like scratching their back on a tree. They're just. Ugh. It is a goddamn nightmare. Serving's already a nightmare, a little bit in and of itself. But mm-hmm. now we're all worried about our health. Mm-hmm. But you are you're super comforting because I get into these little spiraling moments where I'm just like fuck, like. I am actually in the middle of this pandemic. There's no way I'm not going to catch this virus. There are people everywhere. Right. You know, I get, I, I do a little spiral and you're just not worried at all. Well, speak to that. Have you seen the Bill Burr bit where he's in a plane and the guy beside him is like freaking out in the turbulence? No. <laughs> Bill Burr is on a plane and they get into like a bumpy cloud, like on approach. <laughs> the guy beside him just loses it. He's like, ah, that's me. <laughs> right. And Bill Moore says, like, do you think I'm not over here also in my head going, <laughs> but like, do some man shit, like suppress it, act like you have answers. That's what I'm doing with you. Like, do you think I'm not worried too? Of course I, I am. But oh, that makes me a little <laughs> <Did> I just, <laughs> Yeah, because I turn to you and I'm like, okay, Michael's very level-headed. Let's get behind the scenes with this a little. So. I'm like, Michael's super level-headed. If he's not worried, I don't need to be worried. What were you? What did you think I was going to say? Well, the science seems to suggest <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked. You're gonna die. We're gonna die. Yeah. Everyone you know is gonna die. No, I don't think it's that bad. And I'm not a biologist. I don't know. The fact that we wear masks uh, will help us in some way. I don't think it helps us. It helps our guests. Like, it's not for us that we wear masks. Do you know that? Yeah, right. I think it works a little bit in both ways. But I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty because I, I don't know. I don't want to act like it's a It's a touchy subject, right. for sure. Well, that's the problem, right? <laughs> but um, Yeah. We are going to talk about your uh, dad jokes in a moment. Mm. But I just have one little COVID blurb. A little, like, insight mm-hmm. into what we're dealing with. At a fucking table. I think it might have been my first or second day serving post-pandemic. And... They were seated not on the deck, but next to the deck. Mm-hmm. And they had the fucking audacity, Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch, <laughs> to look at me and say, um, do you think that we can move tables? We're just finding it a little hard to breathe in this section. Like, we can't really breathe right. next to your patio. There's like, a like it's mm. kind of like, and I look at them with my masked face. Right. And was like, huh, after running up the stairs with two buckets of ice and, like, trying to catch my breath underneath a piece of cloth. And, like, oh, that must be really hard for you. And this is where, this is, like, this is why it's so hard. Because all my friends back home, some, you know, work in the service industry, some or whatever, uh, they're all at home with salary jobs or hourly jobs that are being taken care of. We on two thirteen an hour well, got popped up to two fifty <laughs> with the hazard pay. <laughs> the big bucks. Right? We made and it. If we're laid off because the state is closed, you know, 
that's hard for us. We don't get paid. Uh, I couldn't rely on unemployment money. But at the same time, staying open, relying on people, puts us in that difficult position. I appreciate people that come in, that play it safe, wear the mask as long as they can until they're eating or drinking. I do not have any empathy, sympathy, or anything of the sorts for the people that come in and demand the same level of service or the same menu and act like nothing's changed. Which happens so every often, day. So often. People like, why don't you guys not have oysters anymore? <sighs> We're cutting costs, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 And just to trick people, I'm like, yeah, we used to have honey mustard. but <laughs> we That is one Ugh. amazing benefit of COVID is that you can attribute all sorts of fuck-ups to COVID. Yeah. Stuff that I messed up is like, that's, that's Corona. Oh. <laughs> and we're all paying the price, right? Yeah. Our ticket time has gone up to 50 minutes. Not because I held your ticket for 20 minutes. Not because I forgot to ring it in. Yeah. What did you do the other day? You um, only had one pen. Yeah. That was straw. It was yeah, it was pens. Yeah, you're right. I, it was like a five top with five separate checks. I, I couldn't be bothered finding more pens. So yeah, with coronavirus, we can only put one pen down <laughs> on the table. So you guys just need to share. Oh, amazing. How, well, okay, what's the worst thing that you've ever made up for a table? Oh, I Not even things. like corona. Like, I make up things all the time. Um, but they're always like selling points. Like, when I talk about our margarita, I say, you know, the homemade honey liqueur goes very well with the fresh squeezed lime oh, juice, yeah. as if anyone's ever mm. freshly squeezed a lime. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, if anybody asks me anything stupid, like, the which which of your wine is the driest? I think of a number and double it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the Via Posi really, you know, the, the California, that's not even California, it's freaking Italian. But... Uh. If I just Ugh. wish, like, I had that question and I could sit with it for a week because I'm sure I could come up with some, like, the worst lie, the worst serving lie I've ever told. I'm sure there's something, like, amazing just I don't that know. I've lost in my psyche. I really Because I fuck, I lie constantly. But you have to. You have to. Uh, I, I really hope doesn't hear this but as our bar manager. But for the first six months that I worked there... Um, I don't know if it was someone that trained me or if I just picked that up, but I thought the uh, uh, the uh, the bourbon proper, our old fashioned drink, was a blend of four different bourbons. <laughs> you know, and I just made it this mysterious thing. It's like we don't even know the recipe. Um, the bourbon proper isn't, but the Mountain Smoke was. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it was a blend of four different whiskeys, right? Yeah, just cut that part out. Which is like a house secret, and we can't tell you what it is. Right, and, and it's toxic. But we refer to it as the weed maker because <laughs> now you've got this, you, this cylinder, you, this or sorry, colander of death that only the smoke part can go in. Because if you inhaled or drank any of the so there's the a dry cocktail part, there oh. there's a cocktail that um, prior to COVID we had to serve, and it was. Um, Basically, a martini or a Manhattan with an element of dry ice that bonds to the alcohol and flavors the drink, but it requires a lot. Mm -hmm. And when Michael says weed maker, he's referring to the weeds you were inevitably in after you to deal with that hot mess. It is the high-maintenance girlfriend equivalent of drinks. Yeah, it is. Ugh. I don't miss it. I'm so glad it's coming back. It's bound to come back. Maybe. I hope not. Okay, so let's talk about your dad puns. Oh, God. That's what I'm going to miss most the dad puns. And, ugh, our little inside jokes. Like, I remember. Do you remember the first time we talked? Because the first Mm. memory I have is you walking up to me talking about your ass chafing. That sounds you're like, like something I would say. You like lean in and you're like, it feels like I'm a little kid wearing a snowsuit. <laughs> <laughs> like my legs are rubbing together. Like, <laughs> it's all over. see, this is like straight from my dad because like he he is he was a he is a master of signs. And like on a bigger picture, if you're working in a restaurant and you're not having fun, it's a miserable time. Like if yeah. you're not laughing, you're crying. So absolutely, <laughs> and that's my motto for life. Like if I can Me make too. if I can make you laugh, I will have a better time. You will have a better time. You you really have to choose. 
but yeah, speak more to the dad puns. Do you remember that time? Do you know? Do you know what I'm about to say? No, uh, the the tray, the water tray. There's yes, that too. But that's not the dad pun. We will talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest moments in my fucking serving career. But no, I I was done. I was at my wits end. Like it had been either a bad start to the shift or like a bad end to the shift. I don't necessarily remember. Mm-hmm. But I was ill i was in a bad mood and you come in to the fucking server alley i don't think i remember this i remember it like it was yesterday and you go like do you guys remember or did you guys hear about that actress who was stabbed (laughs) yeah and we're like what and a part of me felt like one of a classic Michael Dad joke was coming. <laughs> I was wary. I, you know, right. what are you talking about? Uh, an actress got stabbed uh, with a. No, oh, you're setting it I'm out butchering wrong. it. You're I'm butchering, butchering it. it. You yeah. do it. You Did do you it. Did you hear this? The actress that got stabbed. You sold like, it so well. Yeah, man. and you're like, who? She was in Legally Blonde. Oh my god. And then they go like Reese Witherspoon. And I'm like, no, no, it was with a knife. <laughs> I hate it. I I'm pretty sure I walked out of the server alley and didn't speak to you the rest. Right, of the but it was funny. Like it was funny, but I was angry. There's humor in the stupid. Jokes. When you're angry and someone makes you laugh. There's, there's nothing worse. Uh, You're like, just let me be angry. Right. But that I think that's Irishness. Like, we make fun, like, we make fun of funerals. Like, we cry tears, like, at death. We, you know, we, because if we don't laugh, we have to deal with the reality of things. I respect that, and I try to incorporate that as well. Like, humor is super, mm-hmm. super important. And you me. and I have similar sense of humor. We will always look for the joke. We will always look for something funny to say. Like, you will always want to throw in, and that's what she said. Exactly. One time, someone told me you were funnier than me, and it's no, I'm, I haven't gotten over it to this day. <sighs> humor is often all I have. You think I can fly a plane, but you haven't flown with me yet. No, and I'm reluctant and terrified too i will (laughs) one day i will but i'm i don't even like to ride with people in the car to let someone fucking carry this precious cargo well are you gonna be a bad passenger are you gonna be a passenger seat driver is that what you're saying no i'm sure i will have nothing to say other than like this is the most incredible thing that's ever happened to me but i will be freaking out on the inside as i usually am me and Natalie were talking about this the other day. And she was... Miss Natalie. She misses you, too. And she was saying something along the lines of, like... Oh, she said something like, Well, I'm satisfied. And you're like, I haven't heard that in years. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some so shit like, like that. You just always got to make the joke. Like, if I hear something somewhere else, like someone's talking about something, I'll try and use that as a joke on someone else. Are like, you like that with your tables? Are you as... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. I have... But, like, I don't know if you have the same jokes at the same table. What like, do you mean? I'll, I'll, like, if people know I'm from Ireland and that I've moved here, like, by now, that's, like, a year and a half ago. So, like, it's not new news. But, like, I'll still approach a table after, you know, their entrees are down. And I'll be like, everything good? Everything tasting great? Very good. Here, I learned a new word the other day. If you guys need anything, just holler at me. <laughs> and they're like, oh. Ew. <laughs> and now they're laughing and they're like yeah and then i'll throw in it i might be over yonder but i'll come right back if you holler at you me you are oh. whoring every, yourself out every table such every table. cheap jokes yeah i'm trying to think of a couple of my go-tos. i can remember one with natalie uh-huh. where someone at some table was talking about panic in the disco or panic at the disco the band and then I went back to Natalie. He's like, I heard this thing on the radio. Apparently, there's like a, there's like a whole panic going on at the disco, <laughs> <laughs> right? And just like that, you've worked in a joke, and it made her laugh. Like that's all it did. And she's like, oh. <laughs> right? She'll sigh, but uh, you really know she's laughing at it. I miss Natalie. I hope she's all right. She's great. I hung out with her the other day. Um, one, another one of my favorite coworkers that I lost. Mm. Uh, and it's there's nothing fucking worse. Another joke, right? Tupelo Honey now does 
biscuits as a donation and all the money, all the proceeds. What we're meant to say is this one. I think it's funny, but so far zero tables have laughed. Oh, I have a couple of those. Okay, go ahead. Right. So the biscuits are a donation, and what we're meant to say is all the money goes towards um, uh, servers that we have not been able to hire back. But I throw in all the money goes to all the servers we had to put down. <laughs> you think it's funny, but so far no one has either caught on or thought it was funny. You win some and you lose some. Mm-hmm. Honestly, all my questions are done. Wow, I guess we're finished. Yeah, we'll cut it off. This will be the shortest episode yet. You have to have server stories. Like, what your favorites, your best ones. You haven't been No, 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 I know, I know. I'm just trying to gather my thoughts. There's, I mean, there's been some highs. I'm trying to remember There's my... been some lows. <laughs> I mean, there's been some... Like, I'm still a newbie compared to you. Like, how long have you served? I have been in the restaurant industry since I was 16. So, right. as of August, that will be 10 years. That's crazy, right? That's, I, I am, like, barely over 10% of what you have, right? And I still get caught out by things that you, like, just know. Like, you've seen things that I'm going to see for the first time, right? So, at P.F. Chang's, someone broke a glass at the soda station over the ice and you got to burn the ice right you got to burn the ice but what do you do you throw in grenadine as a sign that this ice is unusable you can you can't right that's just a technique Mm -hmm. and all i i was on the floor and i heard someone broke a glass over the ice pit I was like, okay. You so thought it was blood? Right. So we walk in there, <laughs> and it's just a nightmare, an Elm Street bath of blood. And I'm like, did they, like, mean to cut themselves? Or, because <laughs> I'm looking at that. I mean, that's pretty bad. And I already found out, like, two days after that that was grenadine. I just thought we were about to deep clean the crap out of that thing, like people in white suits. You're like, there's out. fucking O yeah. negative. We got 2319. <laughs> We got 2319! <laughs> There's O negative all yeah. up in this bitch. Yeah. Or pulling glass racks. Uh, at PF Chang's, you had, to, you had the glass racks that you throw in beside you, and then you had to lift them and set them on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't set those things down gently, you'll get the gunk juice <laughs> just <laughs> squirting at you. Those are all things that I had to learn the hard way. There's nothing more infuriating to me than the fact that I've been in the restaurant industry so much longer than you, and yet you constantly make more money than me. You gotta play the game. I... Mm. <laughs> and I'm not saying you don't, because you do, compared to some people. Some people <clears throat> that I've worked with in restaurants, you know, there's only such good service you can give. I will talk to you if I have time. But if, if if the gods of section selection have decided to give me six tables, for which I will forever bow in graciousness, as opposed to... I'm like imagining Mulan. Yeah. As opposed to the three table, let me scratch my butt all night, because I'm bored, right? Wait, wait, that's another dad joke you make. You're, you're like, my asshole is raw. What do you say? Because I keep scratching it, because I'm so bored, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gave me two four tops and a two top? Oh, <laughs> I better run this efficiently if I want to stay on top of things. <laughs> and you'll bring it up to management. Like, but you have ten seats. Yeah, but I have three tables. <laughs> uh, you're in a bad situation if you have more fingers than tables on one hand. All right. Okay, but right. what were you saying before What that? were we talking about? Um, <laughs> geez, I don't even know. We were so... No, m- making more money. Um, yeah, and how, like, how I log onto that computer and I'm like, I know my sales are number one. Like, I'm killing the game right now. And Michael's got like 500 more than me. I don't aim for the highest sale, as in like per table. I aim on selling the second or third. Like, I'll rarely mention the bourbon proper, only if it's like a group of guys and I know they'll go for it. I will mention the margarita 
with the upsell, which is like our second to third highest drink. Yeah, but I'm, then you've got me at the bar making seven strawberry margaritas, yeah. cussing you the fuck out. Because yeah. <laughs> I've been sat with three parties like, hey, can someone make 17 waters? Shh, <laughs> shh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had three soda stations because you're coming in and you need like two glass racks <laughs> worth of glasses. Someone beside me, hey, well, I got my night top. And they're like only using one of the water dispensers, right? They are. It's like only milking one teat of the cow at a time, right? It's like, use both! Use both! I'm uh, hoping so desperately, like, I have never laughed so hard. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is, like, when I listen back to this, it's uh, coherent. Right. Because. Because, why well, all of us servers have inherent anger about things that frustrate us that we can't talk about. <laughs> which one of these is the sweet and which one's the unsweet tea? All right, Bob. <laughs> it's the same container we have used for the past two years. Uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I mean, serving really is just anger management. But don't you think everybody in college should be required to serve tables for yeah. a year? There are people that come to restaurants that have no idea what happens. There are people that have no idea what happens with, like, when you leave 0% tip. Like, you're paying. You as the server are paying for that table. I will say I haven't gotten a 0% tip. I haven't been stiffed in a very long time, which is heartening. Yeah. I've had some 1% tips if we're going to go there. I mean, the amount of people that ask if they pay with me. (laughs) or I really want to throw it as opposed to the host stand. Where do you think we are right now? Thank you. I hope you enjoyed Denny's. (laughs) Right? And then recently with this new phone menu, it's like, do we order on here? If you want it to go, sure. (laughs) Uh, What drives you up the wall as a server? The same jokes that people throw at you? Oh, I didn't enjoy it. (laughs) The jokes are bad. Right. Um... People don't pull their weight because a lot of people don't realize that working in a restaurant is a, is such an ultimate team game. It is, and you know the guests can give me, they can put me through hell, and I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. What I'm not used to, and what will never cease to shock me, is when people don't pull their weight. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are times when I haven't pulled my weight. But there's, I think there's two types. There's those that are aware of it, and those that are completely oblivious. Oblivious in the sense of, like, serving their tables is all they know. Like, people don't think to get ice. People don't think to... They just do it so unabashedly. (laughs) Because, don't get me wrong, we've all been pieces of shit. We've all pieced out on silverware sooner than we should have. We've Mm. all... (laughs) Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Are you calling me out right now? I'm calling you out big time because I was... I sorted that goddamn silverware. (laughs) Your trainee was longer at that restaurant than you were. I talked to her after you were gone. (gasps) That's something I hate, training. (laughs) (laughs) Poor baby. She'll be just fine. She'll be great. She'll be great. But I... I don't like training for a multitude of reasons. Number one being, yeah, it throws off my aesthetic. It's it's way easier when they're like day four. <laughs> yeah, but no, I I hate training. I'm bad at it. I don't have the patience. You're a great trainer. It's fun. Zoe's a great trainer. Mm-hmm. There are people I work with who are so patient. You're scheduled for like three training shifts. Why? Week. I think they're doing it to me on purpose. They know I hate it, so they're like, here, have more, and I can't. <laughs> this is not You had missed, I, like, either misrung something or something needed deleted because a guest didn't like something and you had to go to John. Like, so this is what we do when we mess up. <laughs> so this is how we get it fixed. Uh. <laughs> this is what happens when mommy makes a boo-boo. Right. I trained someone and I held food for too long. 
And I was just like, you know, I just don't like to rush things too much. Like you're just, you're just trying to gauge she, where they're at. She was amazing. Um, I didn't try to leave early Monday. I did my fucking shit. I tried to get to the thing. That. Silverware. I know. I'm I not, went into I'm the goddamn dishpit. I'm not sort of that silverware. I had tables longer than you. I get it. I I, th- I saw you walk out, and I was like, "Well, we must be done, right?" Okay, like you say you get it, but you still no. were thinking about it because you called me I, out on it right I now. I laughed because I had a full-on conversation with your trainee, who I was expecting to have been long gone. I told her she could go. <laughs> she was hanging around. She was doing some stuff. Okay, that's on her because I told her she could go. Ugh. But she told me I was great, so I was probably great. I have. Are we going to talk about 101 through 104? <laughs> Is that something we're going to talk about as part of the COVID discussion? How we put up four tents outside with some tables. Sorry, ma'am. Speak a little louder. The garbage truck beside you, I can't hear you. Because they come into the home. I see you have a dog. We have the table just for you. I think what this Michael needs some is describing context. is... Um, in the face of COVID, because we are only allowed to have 50% capacity, they have put tables in the street. I mean... We I, have four tables in the street. Yeah, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. Why they do it. But, boy, is it a bad section. Because <laughs> literally, every time you walk out, like, is it going to rain? <laughs> is it going to rain? Because if it rains... <laughs> also, it's like, hi, um, you catch up. I'll be back yeah, in 20 minutes. Just let me go to the other side of the restaurant, <laughs> past the queue that is queued out the door. There's no point even saying behind or corner. <laughs> I put so much makeup on my goddamn face every day. Oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. If you put me on that hot box patio, mm-hmm. I'm like a melted oil painting in three mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. And then, it's not fair. I, you don't put any makeup on your face. No. Nope. You don't take that extra 20 minutes nope. before work. Nope. I so, think we're also not talking about the headache <laughs> you will inevitably become. Have. Sorry. You will in a, in a, inevitably. That's the word. Get. Because you've either got Billy Joel. <laughs> bashing out the same three songs on the piano with volume 14 just like real real quiet seductive outside one patio or you have epic sax guy on the other side with a shift start at three he'll be out at 302 with a subwoofer that could like Play to Wembley, <laughs> play covers on the saxophone. <laughs> He's talking about the buskers. Oh. You have to give context. So, well, the context is because <laughs> that's all I hear in my head. Oh. You forgot Bongo's guy. Bongo's guy, and then you drop one. You have stars. You guys have stars. I'm sweating. Yeah, and with COVID, we can't. We can't set salt and pepper on the table. <laughs> you guys have like salt and pepper? You have a honey mustard? <laughs> no! We are a southern food <laughs> restaurant. To, to be fair, it is banana sandwich that we don't have honey mustard. Really? We serve fried chicken. We should. People eat? That's like if we serve french fries and didn't have ketchup. Well, apparently we don't serve sweet potato french fries. Yeah, people, people get are very unhappy with that. twisted about. <laughs> their knickers twisted about. Yeah. Okay, okay. Tell tell the pitcher story. <sighs> this is so hard with the context. Know, I don't know if it's it better was, if I tell it or if you tell it's it. A, it was a rough shift. <laughs> All of us were like just, like, we just need to get to the end of this. You know, like, when it gets back to when we were open till 10 p.m. on a Friday or Saturday? Oh, God. When it gets to 9.15 and all you're waiting for is the kitchen to put up that free food <laughs> in the window? <laughs> you're like, so yeah. you're so hungry. Yeah. And all you're waiting for is, like, four scoops of baked mac and cheese. <laughs> just to, like... Just to, like... Just, just, just to take the tears away. Just so you don't pass out. <laughs> right. And you got sad. You were angry because at 9.45, 15 minutes before close, you got a party. Which is going to sit for a while, right? You got <laughs> like, like, a, an like an eight top. top yep. Something like that. So you, and you were done. 
you are so done. You took a tray, you set up your eight glasses, and you took the biggest water pitcher full to the brim, like full beyond reason, and started just aggressively pouring water into these glasses, like splashing everywhere. Like your tray was swimming. And I was like, Jonah, what are you doing? And then I started to imitate you, and I said, Get it in? Just like aggressively pouring. It was, this is how I remember it. I remember because in my mind it's less aggressive and more just like I was zoning out so hard because my body and brain were dead that I was just pouring water onto a surface that wasn't. It was so funny to watch. It served no purpose. I was just dead eyed staring, pouring water onto a surface. And it wouldn't have been funny if Michael hadn't seen me do it and called me out on it and we laugh about it to this day how I just poured water onto a countertop because I was so fucking done. Uh, there are just times that you cannot continue and where you think you're at the end. And then people will say stuff that is completely like it's it's, it's totally fine, but it just triggers you. Like they're not even talking to you. Like you'll set, you'll have that nine top at nine forty five, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna be here at freaking eleven before I can even start bussing. Right? <laughs> you're so, you're boiling with anger because you have to deal with this. And as you set the glasses down, they'll just throw in in a little. They're talking to each other. Like, I, I really like these glasses. Like they have such nice can glasses, and you're just like, nothing oh, wrong with these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you just get irrationally angry yeah. at everything. Oh. Or, so, oh, it comes with a side? What sides do you have? And now you're rhyming off eight different sides. It's bad. Fries, mac and cheese, Brussels sprouts, collards, oh. sides, salad, green beans, Can you guys, Didn't you guys used to have the fried okra? <laughs> yeah, and then it all got COVIDed. <laughs> Every piece of okra in the U.S. has COVID, so yeah. we can't serve yeah. it anymore. We had to put them all down. <laughs> <laughs> um, are the Brussels sprouts the same on the appetizer as they are on the, the side? Oh, uh, why? Uh, when you go to a restaurant, do you think you're the worst? I have a way more of an awareness now than I did before. Now, but even with that being said, like Zoe and I, when we were in Wrightsville Beach this past week, mm-hmm. we're fucking needy as hell and we compensate for it for mm-hmm. sure. That's important. But I think that servers are the worst customers yeah we notice things like i'll if i sit down at a table i'll be like well that wasn't a 30 second greet was it (laughs) (laughs) i don't care wendy if you come over with two waters that i didn't order i guess auto water isn't a thing here do you auto water oh yeah big time not before greet i'm not auto water before greet oh i but then everybody i auto water as i greet it saves me five minutes. That's why I'm so much faster than you. Auto watering is like. Well, doesn't that make me a better server? Because I can you... keep up. And okay, not so auto-water. yes, you make more money than me, technically. <laughs> but how many like, shifts do you work? I think you, five. No, I always no, work. I also work five. I work a lot, and I always. I think you get weeded more often. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Didn't I start this podcast saying your boy doesn't get weeded? You, I, I'll oh, get the, you get weeded. I'll get pressure I seen, situations. I've seen you in the weeds. No. I mean, I'll not say I've never been in the weeds, but I'd say it's been a good okay. six months. Okay, maybe you don't get weeded, but when you're stressed, it shows. Right. That's what me says, too. I am a bad hider because deep down, I'm like, I should be in a plane right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, there's a part of me that's like, what? I'm dealing with... Why your fried green tomatoes came out with like parsley on top? I have a bachelor's degree. Yeah, I am an English major, and that's the difference in Europe because those waiters and waitresses get paid a wage, right? Doesn't make it different, right? But the table isn't paying for the surface, the service, sorry. And people here think just because they're paying for whatever you'll earn, that gives them the right to treat you whatever way they want. But with that being said. I've lived in Europe for a spell, and those servers are trash. Right. We're horrible. Because but, you can be. But you're there for the food. Like That's I true, I but one, did I... This. I don't know if I've talked about this on this yeah. podcast before, but I know I've told you about how mm-hmm. I had a server in Italy, and she handed me a plate that was scalding hot, 
and it burnt my fingers. I grabbed, she handed it to me. I grabbed onto it and went, ow. And she just looked at me like, yeah, that's what you fucking get. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I've visited home since. Like I've been to Ireland back for Christmas and, and like I noticed the difference of service, right? The complete different level of service, but I'm fine with it. It's a way more chill experience. I was super uncomfortable when I was like when my wife and I were dating and I would visit her here and we went to restaurants on this like high, like over the top. This dead eyed yeah. fucking it's hot person. It's creepy. The it fact that creepy. I own this person perceivably feels like I own this person for like the no, next forty five dollars. Yeah. It's so weird to me. It is weird. Because it and it's super it's extra weird. When you walk by someone you know and you've known for years and you hear their voice reach this, like, octave that you've never heard it mm-hmm. reach before. Like with Zoe. Or even with... I'm trying to think of who else is, like... I, I, I'm guilty of it as well. Like, you walk by me and you hear me, like, be nicer than I've it's ever It's a persona been. thing, yeah. It's I'm creepy. Not, I'm, a, I'm Michael the server, not Michael the human being. And you have to keep those things separate, right? Yeah. Um, don't you love when a table like unlocks who you really are for a second? Right. That's usually only happened when that person was from Ireland. <laughs> but uh, do you, did I tell you this? <laughs> this is one of the jokes, but it really is true. Did I tell you about the herbal essences advert? Did I tell <laughs> uh-uh. you this? You remember the... I. It drives me nuts when I get barked at like, salt and pepper, straws. Like, say please. Say thank you. Talk to me in full sentences. Don't just bark at me. So I said to Sam behind the bar, remember that uh, Herbal Essences advert where the ladies in the shower is just like moaning as she <laughs> like rubbing? Like that's how I feel when someone says please and thank you. I'm like, oh God, yes. <laughs> thank like, you. It's enough to make you jizz all over the place. Uh, it's... <sighs> oh, speaking of jizz all over the place. Really? <laughs> that's a great story. <laughs> is that funeral... Those people who are grieving. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Talk about them. That was amazing. Um, with the greeting them? That part? No. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Talk about the whole thing, but I'm talking about, like, at the end when someone paid for their check and they were being assholes. Mm. That's, like, the that's the biggest high you can get right. as a server. <laughs> I was serving a 13 top that was split into two tables beside each other, a 7 and a 6. And... Uh, I should have had alarm bells go off in my head when I saw that everyone was dressed in black. But no one had told me anything. So I go over to greet the six top. And I'm like, hey, how are we doing, guys? Who wants a margarita? That, I mean, that's not my greet, but that's essentially who I was being. And everybody was like, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're okay with water. Thank you. And then I go over to table <laughs> seven. And <laughs> I see there's just a huge framed black and white photo of the grandma that we're clearly grieving <laughs> in this southern <laughs> restaurant. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. All right, well... <laughs> Would grandma like a rosemary peach lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I feel like grandma is here with us, and if yeah, and she I would start the, with the fried green tomatoes. She, <laughs> That's what she would. She do. would start with the fr- the fried green tomatoes and the most expensive bottle of wine we have. Right. <laughs> she would add chorizo <laughs> to the fried green tomatoes. That's what she would do. Right. So off to the wrong start, but table is super nice. Uh, one that that I should correct the. The son, the grown adult son who has kids of his own, is nice. All the grandparents, older aunts and uncles on the other table are pretty rude. He pulls me in halfway through uh, and slips me this note. And I open the note and it says, here's my card. I want to pay for everything. Please tell the older adult table, who are horrible, like high maintenance, uh, please tell the other table that someone in the restaurant overheard that they were grieving their beloved grandmother and someone has taken care of their check. So he gives me the card and whilst just as the entrees drop, I swipe cards on both tables and as far as the restaurant's concerned, they're cashed out. Yeah, you're done. Right? So <laughs> I'm like, so hey guys, how's everything tasting? I go over to the older table. I have some ranch, which we have to ring in. So now I'm like, crap, now I can't ring in ranch. So, this ranch so, is coming out of pocket. Right? So I have to go to my other table, completely unrelated, hit a double ranch and catch the runner before 
they run wrench to a table that never asked for anything, right? <laughs> so I intercept the wrench, which is fine, and I drop it at this grumpy old man. He's like, boy, do you hear what I said? I said collards, <laughs> right? So somehow I heard collard, ranch when he said collards. Collards are three ninety five. Right, or three dollars, whatever they are. So now I have to bring in collards because he wants collards. So table thirty-three now has an open check for three dollars and twenty-two cents. So I go over to the grieving father and I'm like, I, I need to swipe your card again. Michael, you went about this all wrong. I shouldn't have closed it at the time that I did. No, just fucking ask the kitchen. Oh, they hate me. They hate when I do that. They hate it when I do it for ranch. Never mind stuff that you actually have to pay for. Oh my god, I do that all the time. That's why they hate you. That's why I'm a better server. Excuse me? They don't hate me. No. Kitchen loves... No. Kitchens love females way more than they love males. Because what do I have? I'm not cute. (laughs) What do I have? Um... I don't think it has to do with cuteness. Mm. I think it has more to do with, like, personality and charm. Oof. Right. Let's go back to this table. (laughs) So wait, I cannot believe you actually ring in these collards. So I had dying. to ring in collards okay. and get the guy to swipe a third check, right? <laughs> and they eat. I clear everything out. You're like, why don't you just let me hold on to your credit card? <laughs> yeah. Well, I should have just done that, but I just I don't like doing that in case I lose it. Uh, as I'm clearing grumpy old man's plates away, he's like, "See these green beans? I didn't eat them. Take them off. I don't like them." And I Ugh. said, and I said to him, "Well." Actually, and I'm just like rubbing my fingers, like salivating, because I'm like, of course, this is where I get to tell you someone's already taking care of your check. A delicious moment. Someone uh, in this restaurant overheard that you were grieving and they took care of your check. And he's like, oh, okay. And I just take it away. all over the crowd. Right. So they leave. They left no tip. They left. You didn't tell me that. The dad with the credit cards. Left tip. <laughs> right. He left a dollar on that three. <laughs> yeah, he did. $2. He did. He left $1 or $3 to bless his heart. And he was very generous with the rest. So, like, no complaints there. But if you were, if you and Zoe were in Wrightsville and someone, and someone took care of your check, we would tip right. probably like 20 bucks on top. Right. That's all I'm saying. And I wasn't asking for anything, but I'm like, it's a little, it's a little shit. That's fucked up as hell. <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> uh, Do you think. I only have a couple more questions because mm-hmm. we're nearing the end. After waiting tables, do you think there are more good people or bad people in the world? That's a really, really good question. I don't know <clears throat> if I would break it down into good and bad people. Uh-huh. Uh, the more appropriate question for me is, do I have faith in humanity? And I think there are a few beacons of hope that really brighten your day and carry you as a wider society. And you get like one amazing table for every 20 bad tables. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And I think it's important to point out that I know you and I aren't talking about money. No. Because I think this shouldn't be... I mean, we benefit from this being the system. Because if you're a good server, you'll probably make around 20% or more. Right? Most, yeah. On average. Oh, fuck this shit up. Right. But if you took money out of it and just raised prices by 20% and we get paid, whatever, um, I would agree. Like, the experiences that you come away having a more positive feeling as opposed to the ones that you endure are not balanced at all. I was not expecting this to get so dark. Mm. Like, we, like, dived into some deep shit. It's because the heat went up in here with the AC off. I know. We turned the AC off because I'm not allowed. I can't have sound. I know. It'll distract from our chocolatey voices. Right. And that's what... Because we always say, what? Money doesn't make happy. Money pays our bills, and at Tupelo, I've had a great time. But it's the people that would just grind you that makes me that makes it hard for me to work in this industry i love who i have worked with and i could probably get over the serving and the heavy lifting and the physical wear that we go through and the hours but like it's hard sometimes with the people yeah it it really really is but i 
feel like I've been doing it for so long that it just doesn't phase me anymore. Right, you're numb that's to not, it. That, yeah, it's not a brag. No, you're numb to it. And that's the difference between you and me, who's only done this for a year and a half. And I'm not... Oh, I, I remember, I remember my first few years of serving. Every stiff was painful. Mm-hmm. It hurt me to my core because... Mm-hmm. It's like you being, take it personal. It's like being ghosted by yeah. a guy. You want to know why? You want answers, mm. and you're never gonna get them. Mm. But as more of a ghost terror as opposed to a ghost tea. But yes. Now, after <laughs> <laughs> must be nice. Now, after years of doing this, I look at it and I'm like, look at how much money I can make mm-hmm. just by like smiling and raising the like. Yeah pitch of my voice mm-hmm. like look at i can pay my bills i can sustain i can mm-hmm. be a grown-up human just by coming in for a few mm-hmm. hours a day and like walking around mm-hmm. and that's incredible and i'm grateful for right. that and that's like make like be it no doubt i will make way less money as a flight instructor doing what i want to do than i will serving as a, a pilot shame. i will make way less money once I get to the airlines in 20, 30 years and I'm senior, yeah, yeah, I'll, no, no, no comparison. And but then you're going to fly me to Mexico. Exactly. Constantly. But in a right way. now, no. That's the, that's the, the. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, that's a good way to end right there. We're not ending. <laughs> we can't end without talking about your shit analogies. When was the first one? My shit analogy. When you come up, you oh, came up. Oh, yes. <laughs> the shirt Michael, shit. yeah. It, it, I don't remember how it started, but. Because Michael serving just... serving to me is like holding in a massive poo. <laughs> you're, you are walking around and it's like, you're just like, like every step is careful. Like, if you're in the weeds or like, just don't talk to me because I got to focus on this. There's like. You've got bubble gut. Like something's, <laughs> something's going on. He just comes up to me one day. Just <laughs> I don't remember the first one, but you're, I I think that you were like, I got a shoe mercy. Sh-. Okay, we have a dish on our menu called shoe mercy shrimp and grits, and Michael comes just walking by me ever so casually. Got a shoe mercy shrimp and shits. Yeah, I mean the. Very few. I have gone on like seven-hour hikes <laughs> and been to the bathroom more than I have had the chance like serving. Like, oh you, my god! Do you ever go like five hours like just not holding peeing? in your pee? Yeah, because there is no time. <laughs> because your general manager will be in the window and is like, "Why didn't you?" Shoe mercy shrimp and shits is an excellent one. Mm. My favorite one is drop off a kid's meatloaf. <laughs> it's perfect. It looks exactly like that. You're like, okay, I'll be right back. If you could just eye my table, I gotta drop off a kid's, kid's meatloaf. meatloaf. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, there is nothing that tickles my funny bone more than lowbrow poop comedy. Yeah. Not many people here appreciate it. In Ireland, big. Here, it's incredible. It's a small... You're like, I got a hot snake situation. <laughs> hot snake situation. That's not even my joke, but... Uh... Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> <sighs> the joys of serving. The joys of serving. Cheers to that. Cheers. Anything else? I'm so happy for you. Our last day is four days from now. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it, but we'll figure it out. Heard that. And then cue the music. Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom.